Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey everyone, this is David Richter with the Profit First REI podcast, back with another exciting episode. We've got Luke Carl today on the podcast, real estate investor extraordinaire, married to another person that's very famous in the real estate world too, Avery Carl with a short-term shop. So that's who we have on today. Profit First has changed his business. Can't wait to have him tell his story. So Luke, why don't you just say hey to everyone just and then introduce yourself and why real estate? Yeah, good question on the why real estate. But yeah, I'm Luke. Uh, I'm currently in Florida. Just moved here from uh, Tennessee. Well, moved. We go back and forth, I suppose. Dealing with this hurricane right now. And uh, got into real estate uh, when I was... Two, in 2012, I, I think we bought our first house, which I which I just sold, actually. It was bittersweet, uh, our first house that we house hacked, uh, if you will, which I didn't know that that was a thing back then. And this was before we ever read Rich Dad or dove into anything on the internet as far as uh, real estate investing was concerned. And uh, we bought a house, moved into it and started fixing it up and then eventually moved out of it and rented it out. Of course, by that time, we had quite a few other rentals on, you know, in addition to this one. But yeah, so now I'm down in Florida. I've got at the moment, 32 doors Six of those are vacation rentals uh, in the Smoky Mountains and in Destin, Florida. And I've got long-term rentals in five different markets. I've got one left in Nashville. I've got a bunch of stuff in Chattanooga. I am in, uh, well, five markets, including the uh, short-term. So Smoky Mountains, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Destin. And I have one in just brand new, started to get, to get into the Mobensacola market. Most of my long terms are are lower income stuff, but not necessarily government subsidized. No, I don't have any Section Eight at the moment, but uh, right in that you know seven eight hundred dollar a month price range. And then I do have some that are. I think the biggest one I've got is, uh, or the highest one is somewhere in the eighteen hundred dollar a month range. But most of my stuff is lower income, long term rental, and again the short terms, which of course are a whole other animal. Awesome. And, and, uh, and yeah, you met, you mentioned my wife, she's, uh, Avery is, uh, is of course the CEO of the short-term shop, which is the, uh, the biggest, uh, short-term rental acquisition company in the world. They will do 150 million in sales in 2020. And I actually work in that organization as the management expert. I teach all of the clients how to self-manage their short-term rentals self-manage, you know, it's a, yeah. somewhat of a, a dirty term. It's some people, a lot of times it gets used incorrectly, but you know, I, I suppose you could say that I do self-manage all of my properties. Although again, I just refer to myself as a landlord. Right. I love it. I love what you're doing. You've got a, a lot of stuff going on. It sounds like, so I'm sure there's never a dull moment over there. So that's awesome. So let's talk about Profit First. This is the Profit First REI podcast. So just just tell me a little bit about how you got introduced to Mike and his books, and then then we'll talk about Profit First. I'm a fan, dude. How I discovered him, I'm a big reader in general. I, yeah. uh, I read a ton of books. I'm an audible guy. I, I don't actually read. They put me right to sleep when I try to read a book. I, I'm ID on a, a DI on a disc chart, a yeah. very type A guy. 
So I can't sit still long enough to read, but the audible man, I, so I go for runs every morning and I just, I crank through books like crazy. And uh, somewhere along the way, I was actually, I remember where I, my, my first one was pumpkin plan. And I remember where I was when I, when I read it, I was rehabbing a little, a little two bedroom house in Tennessee. I was painting the entryway of this house, which is not something I, I, I should not be painting. I'm terrible at it, but <laughs> I put pumpkin plant on and, uh, I just instantly got hooked. And then, uh, I went to profit first was the second one, I think for me. And then it would have been toilet paper entrepreneur. I did them out of kind of out of order from when they were written anyway. And then Actually, recently when the when the new one came, I got that the day it was uh, released. Fix this first, and I, I fixed this next, and I read that one, and then I did Clockwork the most recently. So I actually did fix this next and Clockwork back to back. And Clockwork gets recommended to uh, uh, Avery and I all the time because if you're running a big business and and you've got some growing pains, things like this, it's an absolute necessity. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So that's awesome. So profit first, tell us about that. When you first read it, how did you feel when you read it? Did you were like, I need to implement this right away. Did it take you a little bit to implement it? What, what was your reaction when you first read it? Right away, man. And as a matter of fact, I reached out to a couple of the uh, profit first uh, professors out there and got a little bit of info. Uh, didn't end up going that route. Yeah. It did, however, talk me into First, I had to get enough doors to justify this, but I did end up hiring a full-time bookkeeper. Okay. And in that interview process, I, I made sure that they at least knew what it was, you know, especially the multiple bank account way of doing things. Right. So I found a guy I really liked and uh, ended up hiring him and, and he's been with me for about a year and a half now. And I was already doing this before him, but uh, it was it was helpful to bring him. In. Numbers are not my thing. I, I suck at numbers. I do not do spreadsheets. Most seems most folks in real estate are the opposite. I, are They're super, they're one or the other. Either you're a super nice. number guy and you don't swing hammers ever or you don't mind swinging hammers and the numbers are not for you. I'm a little more of the swinging hammer kind of guy, although I, I, I'm trying to get my, you know, I don't do that as much as I used to, mostly because I'm going to end up having to call a professional to fix it anyway. But uh, the numbers are not paying. So I, one of my goals was to get enough doors and get enough monthly net profit going from the business, from my, my management, Fifth Avenue property management, I call it, uh, to hire a guy to, to do the numbers, the bookkeeping and the QuickBooks, et cetera. But yeah, so I really, I dove right in and, and I, I, what I did was I, I kind of just separated, I believe I separated my Smoky Mountain cabins first and implemented the multiple bank accounts for them. And I, I did a twist on it, you know, um, and I would, I, I do need to go back and read it again. It's been a few years. It's definitely one of those that you need to kind of read every two years or every three years. But, uh, so I, I kind of took what, what Mike said in the book and put some small twists of my own on it. But for the most part, I just basically opened multiple bank accounts and I said, okay, I don't even know at this point if these things are making money. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I, have, I have no idea what's going on here. So I need to separate this amount of money and, and these percentages of these properties into separate bank accounts. So Today, basically those properties look like, uh, okay, so let me, let me slow down a little bit. So I've got five mountain properties. 
their short-term rentals. Each of those has multiple bank accounts. I'm sorry, the, that unit of properties has multiple bank accounts, right? So there's the bank account that the money flows into from Airbnb and Verbo, which is where I use to rent them. Then I have uh, a CapEx account for those properties and I have a investment account. So I've got, uh, and I think that's it for those off the top of my head, three accounts for those properties, right? And then I've got another short-term rental in Destin. So it has its own income account. And then it has, it also attaches to the CapEx account with, so all six of those are feeding one CapEx account called my short-term rental CapEx account. And then all of my properties, and then I can continue down the, down the line of my long-terms, they basically have the same thing. Each long-term in Chattanooga has an income account and they have, uh, all my long-terms as a whole have a CapEx account. And of course, CapEx is, is for, for repairs and things like this. If a tree falls on a roof or I need a new HVAC, et cetera. So the long-terms, all the long-terms have one CapEx account and I, I flow something again off the top of my head. I'm not the numbers guy here. I believe it's five, maybe 7% into that account. And then I do something, I believe like 10% into this this invest account, which in my brain, it's like way up here in the left-hand corner. That's the most important one. Yeah. Because that's the one I use to buy my properties with now. So all my, it's, it's a funnel, right? It's a classic funnel effect. And I use profit first to get me there. So each set of properties has its own set of bank accounts. They all have their own functions. And at the end of the day, the one that's the most important to me is the invest account. I, I funnel everything through there. I funnel uh, every, even 1099 income, wherever it may come from, I funnel X percentage into that investment account. And that account, again, most of it's coming from properties, buys properties. So my properties are buying properties via awesome. the profit first system. It's amazing. That is awesome. And I love how you've tailored it to your business because that's what most people say, well, oh, the original doesn't work or, you know, like, or it doesn't work for me. It's like, well, then make sure it works for what you need it to do, you know, because like you need to make, that's the the mindset behind it. So I love what you've done with the system and how it works for you. And now you're, now you've got it working for you and your money working for you instead of you just running around like, oh, what's going on? So that was awesome. I love what you've done with the system. So now that you've implemented it, I mean, how does the financial side of your business feel to you now as far as like beforehand, you didn't know where it was going on? Is it a lot more under control or is it still still have questions or is it more like Profit First has really helped with that management of it? It's, it's helped tremendously, man. So uh, a couple of things on that. Like, so it used to be, I really had, I just was like, uh, I felt like I was falling off the side of a cliff at all times. Mm. And now it's very easy to see the progress every day, like literally every day, because the Airbnbs and the Verbos, you get paid daily. So when that money hits and it, it's like a, it's almost like drops of water trying to find their way into the right hole. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I, and I use that because I'm going through this hurricane right now and there's rain everywhere, but it's, it's exactly like that. And those drops of water are just going to find the lowest point, right? If in that lowest yeah. point, if, or, if you don't have a system in place, that lowest point is your, your wallet, and then you're going to spend it. Right. All right. 
So I use profit first to make sure, okay, here's where everything goes. And this is the one that is like, again, the, the investment account is the one that's the most important to me. It's also, it's also curtailed my spending because that account equals more progress for my business, my future, my family. The, mm-hmm. the more money in that account, the more properties I can buy, the bigger I can grow this thing. And I realize that's not for everybody. Not everybody that buys a, a rental property ends up doing full time like I am and, and diving away in. You just might get one or two or three and you have your day job on the side, which is awesome. Um, and I got, I have, I also have a day job, which I absolutely love. I, I'm in the min- minority there. I do have a W2, which I absolutely love it. So, but that's a whole nother story. And most people do not love their W2, you know, but right. uh, so, you know, it's being able to see that account grow every day and see more prop that, that number just turns translates in, into properties. And that means that I'm not over here, like buying stupid four wheelers or whatever, right. you know, stupid yeah. junk that doesn't matter because that money has a purpose. And uh, yeah, it's just absolutely put everything in perspective for me. Awesome. No, I love that. So is there any other advice about profit first or anything else that you'd want to tell investors about either the system or like what you've gone through or anything else, like anything that you've encountered? So I I have a a wonderful bank that I've been using. It's business uh, checking accounts only. They don't do savings. They don't do personal. Okay. It's called Relay. I I don't even know how I got hooked up with this bank. I don't think it's open to the public. You have to get invited. My, My bookkeeper had some sort of in with them or something. Interesting. Basically it's, it's in beta, I think. Okay. Uh, and I almost don't want to tell anybody about it because I'm worried that they're going to get big and then, and then do an IPO or something, you know, but, uh, right. It's all virtual, uh, almost like uh, simple, I believe is a, is another bank that does this. And ally was kind of the pioneers of the online only thing. Right. And so get yourself, my, my suggestion, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is don't mess around with these brick and mortar banks. Cause I was dealing with bank of America for many years and it just is an absolute nightmare they don't understand what I'm trying to do. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's almost like they're just trying to make a living off of overdraft fees, you right. know? Yeah. And I don't have time to sit and wait on hold. I need everything to be virtual. Yeah. I don't need, you know, there's, there's even some, I still have a couple of bank of America checking accounts. As a matter of fact, all my uh, security deposits are still with them and it sucks, but you know, legally you have to keep your, you have to tell the tenants where you're, so I just yeah. never went through the process of switching all that. Anyway, there's some things within a big bank, like, uh, you know, your giant brick and mortar banks where you have to go into the location to get anything done. And that just is not going to work for me. So I guess one, one suggestion I would have is find yourself a nice online checking bank that will work for your business and work for your needs. This one I'm using has virtual debit cards. It's awesome. If I I don't even have real debit cards anymore. I just pull up the app on my phone. I push a button and it generates a new debit card for me that I can use or just, you know, you know, yeah. show it virtually. It's awesome. And then, uh, so get yourself a nice, really, you know, as modern as you can find, in my opinion, a nice online virtual bank. And I'm also using an app called Astra. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. So it's perfect for me because a lot of this stuff is 1099, right? And okay, so Airbnb, now we're getting into details. You can split into multiple bank accounts, kind of like a W-2, the income. Mm-hmm. So that w- Airbnb is profit, profit first friendly 
Verbo is not. Verbo, okay. all the income has to come into one bank account and then you got to move it. Yeah. So for me, the profit first idea is absolutely brilliant if you can figure out a way to move all this money easily. And the best way to do that, I think if you're an old school, you know, if you got a W-2, it's just get, get a hold of HR or whoever's doing the money over there and, and split it into multiple bank accounts. They will do that for you at your job if you've got a regular old job. But if you're 1099, that's not going to happen. So I'm using this app called Astro, which again, I don't like to mention because I'm, I'm worried they're going to IPO someday. It's amazing. You just go on. It's a, it's a, all it is is an app on your phone. You connect all your bank accounts. You sign in just like you're signing into your bank account through this app. And then I, I said you set up routines, right? So I've got something like 18 routines, which are all straight out of profit first. Nice. When this happens to this bank account, this happens... Y happens at X bank account, Z percentage goes to a other bank account. Okay. Right. And so I've got literally, I, I just counted yesterday. I think I got eight, 17 or 18 routines. They call them. One of those 18 things happens and it triggers another event, meaning it moves that number from uh, one through 18. Like let's say number 14 gets money into it today. Number 14 has, well, that does, okay, that's a bad example because 14, 15, and 16 could be connected to that same bank account, right? So let's say routine uh, number 14, 15, and 16 are our bank account number seven getting paid by somebody. Then 14, 10% of seven goes to 12, and 15, 5% of seven goes to 72. You know what I'm saying? Okay, uh, awesome. You really kind of need a flow chart to see that how this all happens. But uh, if I were to draw it out on a on a piece of paper with like you know like crayons, right? Like like my two year old, it makes perfect sense to explain it. It's a, it's a little I'm I'm making it more confusing than it really is. Awesome, but it helps you. Does it automatically transfer the money for you then? No Astra does it automatically as soon as you get paid in any of these bank accounts. It's amazing, and wow, uh, their, that's their awesome. customer service is great. Yeah. If you're 1099, it is amazing and it's free. You know, I dove into it a little deeper. They, they're, they're making money off the ACH. So it does take two to three to four days for it to get from bank account A to bank account D. And okay. you know, so they're investing it in, in that meantime, basically. So they're making a few bucks on it while it's traveling from one bank to the other. It's, it's typical ACH. Any ACH does the same thing. You know, if you go to do a wire transfer on your bank account, it costs 10 bucks or you can do an ACH for free, but it takes four days. Right. And it's because in that four day period, they're investing that money. Yeah. So Astra does the same thing. And as far as I understand, they're going to keep it free forever. Um, maybe, I would be cool if they did a pay version that was like a one day thing instead of a four day thing. But anyway, A-S-T-R-A, it's awesome. I use it all, 18 routines every day. Awesome. That's so cool. So that was a huge value add right there. So if you're listening to this and need something to help you with that, the flow of the bank accounts and setting up automation, I'm all about automation. So that sounds like a really neat thing. So thanks for that tip for the investors. So now that you provide, you've provided a ton here, your story of how Profit First has helped you, what it feels like now, and then that, that recommendation was awesome. Is there a way that our listeners can provide value to you, either like reaching out to you, connecting, uh, website, whatever that they can do to provide value. Absolutely. I like to help people. I'm a big 
uh, a big, big uh, go-giver, if you're familiar awesome. with this book. Yeah, uh, Bob Berg's. Yes, I'm a huge, huge fan of that lifestyle. Yep. I like to give, 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 because I also ask a lot of, uh, you know, so I, I, I find myself to be kind of in the middle, lower ring of the totem pole of life. So I like to reach out to guys that are way at the top. And I feel like the more people I give to that are maybe, uh, you know, needing a little more help, the more I can get these guys way up here to talk to me, you know, it's just the, the flow of the sure. universe. So, yep. Yeah. And by the way, you got to read Go Giver if you haven't already. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would I would love it if anybody wanted to reach out. If you have any questions about short-term rental, that's my, you know, I do that all day, every day. And uh, uh, reach out to me anytime. You can hit me at talktoluke.com. It's uh, L-U-C, talktoluc.com because L-U-K-E was taken. It was actually a therapist had that uh, same uh, URL. Nice. But it's just, just a direct link to my Calendly. Okay. Awesome. So talk to Luke.com with a L-U-C yep. for Luke. So that's awesome. So if you want to get a hold of Luke Carl, make sure you go to talk to Luke.com, L-U-C, talk to Luke.com. So that's awesome. So if you want to reach out, he's available. Tell it more about my profit first and Mike stuff. But Luke, it's been awesome having you on today. Thank you so much for providing the value that you have to our listeners. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, brother. And, uh, and I also want to say that heavy metal rules. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for Profit First in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing Profit First in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually Profit First certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your Profit First journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step-by-step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.